Well, hello. It is Tuesday, the 9th of July. And man, am I tired. <laughs> I thought I need to hop on. It's been a long day, long week, but it's only Tuesday, isn't it? It's only Tuesday. It feels like a long week. Um, so yes, I thought it's best that I hop on here now, even though it's, it's almost 8 o'clock. As I get ready to record this. But I'm tired, man. And I've got to pack. I've got to pack for Germany. Which is where I'm flying to tomorrow. Munich. And off to Otterbronn. Town of Otterbronn. Where I'm doing some work for a client there. Just as a flyby, this one. I literally fly in tomorrow. Deliver on Thursday. Fly back late Thursday night. It's a funny old uh, the flight thing. I mean, I'll be finished on Thursday in the afternoon, probably about four. But the only flight I can get out of Munich is at ten o five, coming into Birmingham. But hey, there you go. That's what the life of a mobile warrior freelancer type is like. It's all right though. It's good. Looking forward to heading back to Munich. One of my, it's a nice city, Munich. If you haven't been there, definitely put it on your list of places to go when you go over to Europe and Germany. I think it's fantastic. Um, so much is going on in my cranium right now. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a jumbled mess, <laughs> but it's also kind of clear as well. I don't know if that even makes sense. Could that even make sense? That it's all jumbled up, but clear at the same time. Now, something that um, I left out of the notes on Sunday because I thought um, that I'd wanted to talk about it on a Tuesday. So I left that section out. And it was about, you know, I don't know if you ever, you know, if you part of the sort of folklore um, that your parents maybe grandparents may have talked about in terms of you know there's angels everywhere just like there's demons everywhere but there's angels everywhere um, and I'm not just I'm not talking angels as in some people well some people do you know see the angels angels like beings but as in angels inhibit people and they communicate with you the various different people and it's this concept that well the question is how many saints will you pass like today so think about today how many how many saints or angels that you that you meet and this idea this concept here is that actually it's the least likely person that you'll encounter is a person and if you want to you know drop the angel talk it's a person who has an answer for you now I'm getting, I'm getting really out here and esoteric on you on this episode so if you're into the sort of angel thing it's that concept or if you're into like you know the universe provides the answers that you're looking for or even if you want to bring it back to a sort of humanistic 
sense and think of sort of Jung and, and Freud and the unconscious and that people are a reflection of your subconscious mind. So and there's a book called Dark Side of the Light Chases by Debbie Ford and and then she talks about if you want to really understand yourself and know yourself, um, you look at your reactions to other people. So your dark side will reveal itself through the things in life that annoy you. So the person that annoys you, whatever trait it is that ignores you, it's not about that person. It's about what you see in them and why it annoys you is because you you would hate to be, you know that you don't want to be like that or you, you you that's something that you repress within yourself so you can learn about yourself through your your reactions to others um zen you find the same sort of concept in sort of the sort of samurai and zen and buddhism zen buddhism aspect of um, that you learn about yourself through your adversary, your opponent again the reflections of who you are so yeah so um, what I had written in the notes in my notebook was about you know how many saints will you pass today, is it going to be that middle aged woman that's standing next to you or the old man that's serving you your lunch, perhaps, um, or your bus driver, even, or um, just some random stranger that you, you know, you pass in the supermarket or whatever, and you briefly exchange glances. Um, but most of the time, a lot of times, we have a tendency to ignore the random stranger. You know, we just, because we're, one, we're in our own bubble of a world, you know, you're usually getting from place to place, you're on your way to somewhere or coming back from somewhere to get to another place. And, you know, we're constantly thinking about what's next, what's the next task. So I might be going to the shop and I'm walking, I'm on a mission to get whatever I'm going to get from the shop. But, you know, getting from the car park to the shop, I'm just thinking about, get to there, get the stuff I want to get so I can finish that and get home to get on to the next task, you know, so we're, we're trapped in our, our our bubbles, right, and so you're not necessarily paying attention to those that are around you but sometimes, sometimes if you really are a seeker and you're searching um, and you have some you know massive problem that you're working on or some inner work that you're doing that actually if you open up your attention or expand your attention and notice what's going on around you that's you'll find the answers reflected in others and they may only have and I always used to look at it like you know almost like he's treasure hunting for these little puzzle pieces right and it may be a sentence that that person and that interchange that you have and that's all that it was or they ask you a question that fires off some of the thoughts within your head but and that was their role that was their whole and I think it was, it was kind of cool way of looking at it that you know of all the universe is kind of moving these pieces around and this the person that you most need to 
have in your life at the time or this person that has this piece of your puzzle um, and that's their role, that's their function to connect, pass on their message and then they're gone and you'll never see them. Think how many people just today that you've passed either in the, in the car or on the train or wherever. Just think of the, how many people that you've passed, you know, you've seen them and you're either directly or in your peripheral vision, but you'll never, ever see that person again. The chances or odds of you running into that person again in their lifetime, you won't ever see that person again. Just think that, that boggles my mind when I think of it in that way. There's people that you meet every day, you know, different people you'll see and in your lifetime, their lifetime, you might never, ever see that person again. And another way of looking at this is if you just, you know, run back through your back catalogue of, of friends and acquaintances or good people that you've known that you wouldn't have known had you had your past not crossed and you guys made the effort to speak to one another and have a conversation and in that conversation explain was it UB40 has a, has a song I mean it's about more about love but I think it applies to just human you know just any human interaction but it says you know habits from brief encounters habits grow is a line from a UB40 song um, so there's you know you meet some somebody and you start talking and it was just a meant to be a brief encounter but then you know expands and expand and yeah but just I mean I can there's loads of people that I just you know right right now I'd be even thinking you know I do my um podcast with Sarah and that was just a that was a random encounter and there's so many other factors could have happened to where I would not have seen her and when we would never have become friends and never be making the Havana Cafe podcast together. I mean, I was literally just happened to be in the Starbucks at a time that I was normally not in Starbucks, sitting and um, just writing in the notebook, doing some scribbling. Um, and then I heard her talking to the barista and picked up on the American accent. And I thought, oh, hey, fellow country person and then you know I could have just left it at that just eased up and had that conversation in my head and that would have been it but then I just said ah oh, and just started a conversation and then from that conversation here we are years later um, and that was a, just a brief encounter Um you know we just happened to be in the Starbucks at the same time um, how many other days where I was in this going to the same Starbucks we just but we'd in our past just never crossed so I never saw her I never had the the encounter um, and there's tons of other folks I can think that was just these brief encounters that go into other things and the other folks I can think about who you know um, they just had a, a small part to play in the greater saga of clay <laughs> you know they just had this small sliver of info from wherever it was just the thing that i needed to hear at that time um, and i look at that and it's, it's quite 
you know, whether you want to, you know, you know, there's this, oh, it's just a coincidence. And then they come, so if you read the Celestine Prophecy, you know, and that one, Redmond's like a Redfield Redmond. Um, it's like there are no coincidences. You know, I can buy that. And you can buy the whole sort of synchronicity thing. I mean, it's a lot more magical of a way of living, isn't it? And I think it just makes life interesting. Even if it's, it doesn't even have to be real. It's this whole idea. Another thing that I've been... Yeah, I'm dipping back into the whole idea of the sort of mythic imagination, and one of the things behind the mythic imagination, and what this, you know, you know, we have these myths and myths of stories, and but these stories have powerful lessons for us to learn things about how to be human um, in them, and they play a large part. And we had all the different, you know, gods and super, these beings that we called gods and. Um, you know, or demigods and all sorts of things. You you know what I mean, like Greek mythology and the Roman stuff and Norse and all those sorts of things. But if we look at it from a psychological point of view, um, they were aspects of ourselves. So you know, it was a different god for that ruled different types of emotions or events and stuff like that. So it was a way for us to codify. Um, who we are, who we who we are, and all the different parts of us that make us human, and then we could deal with these different aspects of us via these deities. But then, when we had sort of the Christianity and um, Judaism and Islam, and we had the sort of mono um, god concept, we kind of crammed all those pieces into one um, supernatural being. And crammed, and therefore crammed ourselves all into one spot. And we try and we're trying to deal with the many complex pieces and parts of ourselves, um, without a, a language for dealing with those. And part of the the whole mythic imagination movement is about you know bringing back these personal mythologies, separating these parts out again. So that you can enter into dialogue with these different parts of yourself. So it makes it more m manageable for you to understand different parts of yourself as opposed to trying to cram it all in one big gigantic jumbled mess of a of a thing. <laughs> so I, I'm really digging the whole myth and and mythic imagination. So I've been reading rereading Joseph Campbell's just different because I've read Joseph Campbell's Hero of a Thousand Faces a number of times, and a few of his books, The Power of Myth, is another one. So I'm kind of dipping back in those. In fact, I'm listening to the audio book as I'm driving to and fro work of The Power of Myth, which it was this PBS um, documentary um, that was recorded with him and Bill Moyers. Um, but I started a new Gene Houston book, who's another big uh, mythic imagination um, guru, as it were, and she's the book I'm reading of hers is called um, um, The Wizard of Us, and she's looking at the mythology contained in The Wizard of Oz, and how, we, and it was interesting because how she, how she came to write the book, she was, she was with some indigenous troops or troops, <laughs> um, a tribe. Um, and then it was, she said it was like a, it was evening, nighttime, but it's wicked 
sort of thunderstorms and no one could really get any sleep. And so the elder um, said, you know, let's just tell tell us a story, basically. She wanted to hear um, from our culture a story. And so Jean told her the story of the Wizard of Oz. And so coming back from that and just the mythology that's contained in and I have to go back and rewatch the movie. The 1939 version um, of the movie is is meant to be the best um, version of that in terms of the archetypes and the mythology that's that's packed into uh, the Wizard of Oz. Um, and looking at the different characters are all aspects of of us, you know. So it's different parts of our psyche. Uh, you know, the Tin Man and the Lion and Dorothy and Toto, the the witches, um, are all aspects of our psyche. And the interplay um, of those characters, the interplay of us, um, and how they relate to each other and the lessons you can learn from them, um, is a bit that's exciting to me. Um, and... And from the books I'm reading on the sort of mythic imagination, it just makes... It, it alivens life around you. I mean, if you think about our sort of ancestors and tribal ancestors and things and, you know, the plants and the trees, all the animals, everything had a spirit and a life to it and you can interact with those um, um, things that are all around you. And and while it may sound sort of, you know, new agey or hippie-ish or whatever, but... In actuality, when you look at it from a psychological point of view, it's a way for you to project, and in that projection to reflect yourself back to yourself, um, if that that makes sense. So your dialogue that you may be enter, entering in um, is a dialogue with self. Like sometimes I use like the tarot cards, for instance, because all the archetypal images, especially in the major arcana, um, and it's not for the sort of divination and that sort of thing, but for me in the sort of personal development point of view is because all this, the symbols and symbology contained in the card, and when you lay these out in the spread, it allows you to have a dialogue with what's going on inside your head because you'll see it, and through associative thinking, it sparks another thought, and then you can ask questions of the card, which is really asking questions of yourself, and then you have that sort of dialogue, and... Um, and it helps, it helps, you know, try it. You can do it with anything, it doesn't even matter. Like, um, I was um, walking back from Sainsbury's yesterday. Was it yesterday? It must have been yesterday. Um, and because I'm in this kind of mood and space, I'm just noticing everything around me. And it was just this rock that was there. And, and for a second, I just walked by it, but then it was calling to me. I was like, oh. So this rock has something for me, has a message for me. It's made its way from, you know, just randomly that's on the side of the street here. Um, it's been waiting for me for a millennia for, to find me with this message. So I did um, pick it up and I brought it back and um, and actually ended up, I'll, send, I'll put a picture uh, with this. I ended up painting it as well. I made a nice little... 
totem out of it. Looks like a nice, like a shaman or a wrestler. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's just, it, yeah, this, it, you enliven life when you reawaken the sort of personal mythology um, and, and give everything um, sort of life. But it re but knowing that those that it's you interacting with your with yourself, um, and this is not even where I was going with this podcast this, today. But that's all right. I start off with the angel. But this is good, and this is what I mean by this associative thinking. So we're here. We got to where we were going, didn't we, Timmy? My cat's just come back from his little wanderings, haven't you, boy? He's been out wandering. Okay, so. Um, I am going to finish here, so I've got some packing to do, and I'm going to call it, I'm going to call it, call the ball. <laughs> anyway, let me, I mean, if you're into this kind of stuff, um, or you just want to dialogue a little bit more on this, drop me, drop me a, or hit a reply to the email on this thing, and um, let's converse, man. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. Um around well just your experiences in in this space and especially around this like the stranger thing and people that you've maybe bumped into you know just seemingly random but they held some answer for you um yeah anyway so let me know what you think i'm out of here i'm out man i'm out i've come alive now too i like it i'm glad to and I was feeling like, oh, <laughs> I got to do what? Record? But then recording and talking this through. It's got me all excited now. I'm awake now. I'm awake enough now to go and pack. So now I'm rambling. So now I'm gone. Peace out.